0: Good speakers are also good actors. That's right. Good speakers, great speakers, million dollar speakers are also actors. Hello and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hey, I'm Harvey Robinson. I'm the master speaker, trainer, international speaker, three-time best-selling author and podcaster and your host for today. All right. I have another great training program for you. So listen up, get ready to take some notes. I don't care if you're driving, I don't care if you're sitting at home or in your office, but you need to know these techniques in order to become that million dollar speaker that you want to become, right? All right. So today I'm going to talk about how to become a star. That's right. How to become a star On stage. And what I'm talking about is good speakers are also good actors. That's right. Good speakers, great speakers, million dollar speakers are also actors. And so I'm going to give you some acting techniques to add to your already awesome presentation. So this think of it kind of like icing on the cake nuts on the cake. This is the extra stuff that really makes that cake taste good, right? It's already good, but just adding the extra, it's super, super good. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, myself, my background, i you know, I've been doing Public speaking training for over 19 years but when I first entered college I studied theater that's right I studied theater and was a aspiring actress, and uh, realized that there really wasn't a lot of money in it. right? <laughs> but the techniques have been with me forever. And I have used them many times on stage. They're just a part of me. And so I want to share some of those with you today. So number one, when you are speaking, and again, you don't have to use all of these techniques. I'm going to give you several but just use what is natural for you, use what you like. So again, you don't have to use every single one, but use some of them, use more than one. So number one, create a character, create a character. Not only when you're doing your stories and storytelling, but you can become any character you want. So for instance, if you wanna be a character of power and confidence, then so be it. You can do that when you're on stage speaking and it is still authentic. So in your mind, create that, maybe that friend that you know that's always walks into a room with confidence, with his head held high, even if you don't feel like it. Now, I'm not talking about faking it till you make it. I hate that saying. I hate it. It's so negative. No, this is you being real and being a real character. All right. And eventually you'll take on that persona and you will be more confident and you will be that character. So create a character. And I would say, of course, a strong character. Now, also, when you do your stories, you're going to create the character in your stories. Now, a lot of times they're going to be you. If it's your professional story, that character is you. So develop the best character possible. I mean, if you think about movies and TV, you know, it, it, it's not ordinary life. Ordinary life sometimes can become boring. Yes, there's some people have a lot of drama, but uh, for most part, you know, everyday life isn't something to make a movie about. So same with speak- speeches. You don't want it to be boring and every day. You want to make it exciting. So build and create a character. That's number one. Now, number two is similar, but it's do something as if. So do something as if. Now, it's not just character build, but what if you were on stage And again, maybe you're an introvert and you did something that an extrovert would do. Maybe you went up to a audience member and said something directly to them or whatever. Right. Think of something, do something as if you're that character or that person or that bold or that you know, you know, whatever. And see, that's what actors do. Do you know actors are mainly introverts? The majority of them are introverts and they come on stage, they take on a character and they're able to act like an extrovert. So act, do something as if, act as if. Now, number three is act your heart out. That's right. Act your heart out. Again, we don't want a boring speech. We don't want something that is just, you know, regular and mundane. Act it out. Every step, every word. Exuberate that passion. And if you don't have it, that's when you need to do steps 1 and 2. Create a character and then do it at do something as if you are that character. So, Act your heart out. Really, really important for you just to have that full energy and get in the zone and all of that. Number four, become a master storyteller, a master storyteller. What do I mean by master storyteller? Well, I'm a master storyteller. What, what does that mean exactly? You know, that means I've been trained professionally by storytellers, people with degrees in storytelling. Yes, there is such a thing. And I've done concerts, and yes, they're called storytelling concerts. I've been paid for it. And, you know, I, so I'm a professional storyteller. And I bring that to my speeches. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out and do storytelling concerts and join a storytelling club and all of that. But you should study it from a a master storyteller or someone like me. That's what I teach uh, as part of my speaker training intensive. We have a whole day where we just talk and teach on storytelling because it is so important to tell the story correctly and open the hearts of the listeners. Remember, storytelling acts as invisible selling, invisible selling. And that's another reason why you want to take it to heart and really study it, focus it and learn it. You know, public speaking is not easy. People think that just because they can flap their jaw, that they can become a professional public speaker that is sought after, that gets paid. And it's not. You have got to work at this just like any other profession and you've got to continually learn new things. So you want to take acting classes. You want to take story classes. And you know what? An impromptu class wouldn't hurt either. I've taken impromptu. They are so much fun because all of a sudden on the, on the fly, you have to come up with a character, You've got to build a character in seconds and act as if and do whatever. So it's a lot of fun. So I would take all three storytelling class, acting class and an impromptu class and watch what happens. You'll become that million dollar speaker. You'll take an ordinary speech and just turn it into extraordinary adventure. All right. That's number four. Number five, this is fun. I love this one. And again, you don't have to do all of these in every single speech, but I want you to know what they are and you pick and choose when it's appropriate. But do the unexpected. Number five, do the unexpected. I love this. This breaks up the audience. This breaks up your speech. Now, this is why I always say you need to practice your speech at least one hour for every two minutes. Why? So that you can do stuff like this, so that you can do the unexpected on a whim. So if you had a 30-minute speech, minimum rehearsal time would be 15 hours. Just cut it in half. If you had a fifty-minute speech, 15-minute speech, it would be 7 Hours, So that's minimum, not that you, you know, shouldn't go over because you should, but minimum, you know how long most people practice their speech, the 30 minute speech, one hour, maybe two. That's a long way from 15 hours. Yes, it is. Just imagine when you put in that kind of time, your audience deserves it. You deserve it. Think of the power in that and what you could now do. For example, you could do the unexpected. So what is the unexpected? You could do it without being thrown off and find your place, find your way back without leaving a trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> so do the unexpected. You might, and I know this, you've got to know your audience for this one, but you might go and sit in their lap, right? Just something really crazy. You might go and, and, and you know, yell something really loud. You know, sometimes when I have a microphone that, you know, there's certain microphones that you can make a sound and I'll go, I'll go in the microphone and I'll go, Poof, Poof, right. And it's just a whole lot of fun. All right. So next one, one, two, three, four, that was five. Okay. Next one is six. Block your moves. Block your moves. See all actors have blocking. They know where to stand. The director gives them be um, blocking, here, stand over here, do this over here, cheat out here, turn here, do this, look here, and blocking. Well, you need to do that too in your speech so that you know on what word you're going to stand where. And and it should all be for impact. It's not rambling around for no reason. It's impact. Now, if you've studied or followed NLP, Neurologistic Programming, then you know that they have um, kind of a timeline. And it's always best, you know, they have a future and they have a past. And so when they sell, they want to stand in the future. You know, this is where your future is. This is where you're going. So there's a lot of techniques like that. So block your moves, know where you're moving and always move with a definite purpose. All right, the next one, seven is interact with the audience, interact with the audience. I talk a lot about audience participation, but I'm talking about direct interaction with an audience member. Now, you don't want to just go into the audience and do it all the time. You can I've seen speakers do that quite effectively, as long as everyone can see you, as long as your back isn't to the audience, as long as you're not in the back of the room. You can interact with one person, maybe they're on the aisle or something like that. But uh, another way to do it is bring that one person up as a volunteer on stage and, and directly interact with them. Why is that so powerful in a speech? And I don't see it happen very often. It's because the whole entire audience will live vicariously through that one individual. And you will have everybody's attention. They will not be on their cell phone. They will not be talking to their neighbor. It works. It works, it works, it works. So interact with one person in the audience. Just make sure you're not leaving everybody out, but including everybody in there. And again, the best way to do it is to bring them up front on stage. And then the last one, this is a bonus one. I like to stop at seven, but this, I'll give you eight. And that is props. See, props are so good. Now you have to practice with props. You don't want them to be a distraction. You don't want them to mess up your speech or leave you with egg on your face, but props can be a lot of fun. You could put funny glasses on, you know, there's a lot of props. Now some props are just too big and too bulky and anything could go wrong. I saw a Somebody bring up a bowling ball, you know, <laughs> a little heavy and a little awkward. So use fun props that are easy to use and just add a lot of good character to your speech. So those are eight ways that you can become a star on stage by using these acting techniques. So I hope you enjoyed the show today. Come back next week. We've got a whole lot more for you. Again, RV Robinson, Master Speaker Trainer, signing off. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.